everyone, and welcome to On Wednesdays We Watch One Tree Hill, the podcast where a bunch of nostalgic millennials sit around and talk about a TV show from the early 2000s that they either grew up with or have never seen before in their entire lives. As always, I am one of your co-hosts, Brody, and with me, as always, is Jesse. Oofa doofa. And Caitlin. I am not well. <laughs> And today we are talking about season five, episode 10 of One Tree Hill, titled Running to Stand Still, which fun fact is a song by you, too. Great. Mm. We've heard of them. Moving on. <laughs> lovely episode that we've got our, in front of our. Yeah. You didn't give me a chance to pretend like I didn't know who Bono was. I, I... <laughs> Sweetie. But... See, the thing is, though, is I, I feel like that's really hard to fake because you probably had an iPod in 2000-whatever when they uploaded an album to everybody's iTunes without, without their permission. I actually God. didn't have an iPhone yet. Really? <laughs> really. Wow. You, well, lucky, lucky you. Yeah. You weren't subjected to a random U2 album. <laughs> I sure wasn't. It was the worst thing ever. <laughs> literally all right anyway we open the episode with uh continuing from last week which was the ravens season home opener yay nathan and jamie get home from the game before Haley, and nathan's surprised because he was sure that Haley was going to beat him home but he then gets a phone call from Haley and explains you know they were locked in the library <laughs> she missed the entire game it was all a whole lot of fun. It made Jesse super uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, she didn't mention Tim once. That was the real injustice in this whole episode. She didn't. So mention- the thing is, is I feel like had the things that transpired in this episode not happened, the first thing out of her mouth when she got home would have been, oh, my God, you'll never guess who I ran into tonight in this yeah. wild goose chase. Right, episode. right. Right. Yeah. In, instead, Nathan's like, OK, nope, it's all good. I'll get Jamie to bed and I'm going to take a quick shower before bed. G- great. Great, Nathan. So he puts Jamie to bed, who is insistent on sleeping in his Ravens jersey. So good for him. And as Nathan is taking a shower, we see someone come in the shower with him and wrap their arms around him. We're like, oh, it's Haley. No, it's not. No, it's, it's fucking Harry. It's Harry. Oh. And she comes on to him and is like, oh, Nathan, it's all right. I know you love me. I love you, too. Blah, 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 blah. And he's like, no, you have to get out. Get out. Get out of the shower. Get out. You have to get dressed and get out. And as they are both getting out of the shower in towels, Haley walks in on them. She immediately kicks Carrie out of the house and also kicks Nathan out of the house as he tries to explain that nothing happened. And grabs Carrie by her hair in the process. Uh Absolutely loved. (laughs) Again. Proves my theory of I would never want Haley to ever be mad at me ever. Oh, absolutely not. Between no, this and when she beat the shit out of Rachel in mm-hmm. season three. <laughs> yep. Absolutely no. I guess it was season four. Yeah, when she, she was pregnant. Yes, yeah, season yeah. four. Yep. Absolutely not. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. So then we see Peyton coming into her office and we see her old boss, John. And we get the really funny callback from the first episode of, oh, whose office is this? Oh, wait, it's mine. Peyton Sawyer, label president. And he just goes, uh, touche. Good one. Good one. Good one, Peyton. Um, and he tells her that he's heard Mia's new record. 
and he likes Mia, and he wants to sign her to his label instead. And Peyton tells him to stay away from Mia. And we immediately cut to Peyton running into the studio to find Mia to ask her, did you talk to a man named John? She's like, the really creepy old guy who said he used to be your boss? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, well, sweet, no, sweet what, did Mia. He, what did he tell you? And basically, he told her that Peyton doesn't have the experience to launch her, and she's making a huge mistake by signing with her. Great, 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 great. Then Brooke comes into trick and just misses Peyton as she dashes off to go find Mia. So she asks Owen if he's seen Peyton. And he's like, no, she just left kind of in a hurry. And so they end up flirting some more. And she asks for a Brooke Davis on the rocks. And he's like, well, I missed my calling because I should have just started running a clothing line. Because then I could, if I knew I could do that from a bar stool and drink it, you know, in the morning, I'd be so down. (laughs) And she says, no, it's a lot of work and I would be happy to whisk you away to New York anytime you want to show you exactly what my life is like up there. And she kind of dares him to come with her. And he's like, sure, let's do it. Yeah, super hell of a dare. Nothing could ever go wrong. No, it's going to be a fun, fun little romp in New York. (laughs) Anyway, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Then Lucas gets a really sweet postcard from his mom asking if he needs a flower girl because Lily's asking. (laughs) And she's very excited about the wedding that is apparently next week, we find out. What? (laughs) He said let's get married soon. And he meant within the next like seven to ten business days. (laughs) Truly. Yes. He's he's like, I am honoring my Uncle Keith with this shotgun rebound ready wedding. Let's do it. Seriously. Yes. Um, but then it, before. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then after that, he he sees in the bottom of the mail a letter from the parole board about Dan, mm. who is now officially up for parole. And he gets a knock at the door and it's Nathan telling him that Haley kicked him out and he needs a place to stay. And Lucas is like, so you saw this? And he's like. What are you talking about? (laughs) Yes. Nathan's at the door. Not a lick of gel in his hair. Must be fighting with Haley. (laughs) Yeah. When Nathan has no product in his hair, he is a very sad man. Yes. That is some limp hair. He's having marital problems. (laughs) Well, to be fair, he did get thrown out of the house rather quickly after his shower. He kind of didn't have time. He didn't even really get to shower. Yeah. He didn't really shower. He kind of just got wet. Yep. He just (laughs) got wet and then had to leave. Yep. So then Haley is getting Jamie ready for school the next day, and he keeps pointing out all of the things that she's doing differently than Nanny Carrie does. But he likes the way Nanny Carrie does it a lot better than the way Haley's doing it. And Haley is having none of it because she's, yeah, obviously upset. She's and then Nathan, straight up not having a good time. No, not like, at all. Like, truly not, at all. not. That nightmare she had happening. <laughs> yep. Yep. And then Nathan shows up. And um, Jamie's very excited to see his daddy. Um, But um, they tell Jamie to go upstairs for a little bit while they talk. And Nathan um, starts to tell Haley that, you know, about Dan's hearing. But he he wants to talk to her first before he goes. And Haley immediately is like, wait, what? Dan getting out of prison? What? Huh? Huh? More important things. You buried the lead here, dumbass. (laughs) He's good at that. He's real good at that. (laughs) We'll get to that as well. Arguably too good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doggy. Yes. Um, And he he explains, you know, Dan pleaded guilty to second degree murder. He served good time. Apparently three and a half, four years is good time. Who the fuck knew that? Um, But yeah, first time for parole. 
And then he goes to explain that there's nothing going on between him and Carrie. She's got some weird, insane crush on him. And they need to talk about it. And Haley says, yes, we will go to talk about it. But after Dan's hearing, they can talk about it. But when he um, goes to leave, she also says there better not be any more, Nathan. I can't take any more. Great. Great. Yikes. Cool, Haley. What could go wrong with that ominous line there, Hales? Yeah. And that was the 30th time in the last, (laughs) what episode is this, 10? Uh Yes. The 30th time in the last 10 episodes where Nathan should have fucking said something. Yes. Right? Uh, Dan can fucking wait. Sit down at that breakfast bar and save your goddamn marriage, Nathan. Come on. (laughs) Oh, God. Then we go to Peyton, who confronts John about trying to steal Mia. And Peyton reminds him about how he just likes to destroy artists, burn them up, use them, chew them up, spit them out, all that good stuff. And she refuses to let him do it to Mia. He then tells her that Mia's great, but she's not. Nobody's going to hear if she doesn't have distribution and support from a major label. And he tells her that she just does not have the resources being this small independent label to do it for her herself. And he tells her she should do the right thing and let John sign Mia. Mm, no. Now, see, this part of the music industry is wildly accurate. Uh-huh. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then at basketball practice, Quentin is still struggling with his hand. And so Lucas sends him to the doctor. He's like, yeah, it's not getting better. Q. You got to go get it checked out. Q's not happy about it, but he don't, but he does. Then Jamie is walking into his school and he hears Carrie yelling for him at school. And she tells him she's sad because she has to go away because of Haley and that it's all Haley's fault because she doesn't like nanny Carrie. And she tells him that she wishes he was her little boy and she always will before telling him goodbye and leaving that poor child distraught and sad. Who lets a five-year-old walk unaccompanied into a school? Like, that was a long walk. I'm sorry. That doesn't happen. But also... In small town, North Carolina, it does... Yeah. In 2007, 8. 2008. Yeah. Yeah. And it really wasn't that long a walk. It's just the drive. It's the sidewalk from the parking lot to the... Yeah. See, my bigger question here is, how did Haley not see Carrie? Yeah. Because I was, think Haley's too messed up with her own shit to see yeah. the Carrie lurking behind a fucking tree to be like, Jamie, oh, Jamie. I got some candy. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. When did she? Also, of course, at this point, his school knows that she's the nanny. And... She's been picking him up from school every day. Yeah, right. exactly. Yep. 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 She's on that list. She's on the approved list. Oh, she is indeed. I hate it. Yep. Yep. Then, so we go to Brooke and Owen, who are now in New York. Adventures of Owen and Brooke in New York. Woo! Yay! Fun time. I don't know if I call this an adventure. Well, no, that's what we think it's going to be, because they're, oh. they're together. They've got overnight <laughs> bags. She's taking She's hot. She's hot. Right? They're going what to What could go wrong? But they're not going to her, you know, 4,000 square foot apartment, whatever, overlooking whatever it was. 4,000 square feet. Do you uh-huh. know how big that is? Oh, yeah. So big. Yeah, so big. That is so big. the size. Well, no, Trick's probably more than 4,000 square feet. But it is large. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Brooke's rich. She is. But even for a penthouse apartment, 
A 4,000 square foot apartment is very large. Especially uh-huh. in New York. Like, that is yeah, yeah. like a, that is some like Gossip Girl, Blair Waldorf, Upper East Side penthouse. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But no, so she takes him to her, you know, little party pad in the East Village. And as they um, get inside, they realize that someone is there. And Owen comes in and sees someone passed out on the ground. And we see who it is. And Jesse, who is it? Don't know. I've never seen her before in my life. (laughs) Sure, 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 sure. (laughs) Otherwise known as Rachel, who has visibly OD'd on, I don't know what she was OD'ing on, but she OD'd on drugs. Heroin. Heroin. Yeah, probably some heroin there. And rent shit. Yep. Some some no day but today shit right there. Oh yeah, yeah. she yep. she went full yeah, yeah, full yeah, alphabet yeah, yeah. city. Yeah 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 yeah. Yeah yes. So then Owen immediately gets her into a cold shower, and we get a montage of him, you know, d- getting her in the shower and then beating the crap out of her to try to wake her up, punching her in the face to cure her overdose. <laughs> like, yeah sure. There right, were a right. couple times during the show this episode when uh-huh. i went if rachel wasn't actively overdosing this might be hot <laughs> like, <laughs> jesse i had the same thought it's fine like like if if mr Dangerfellow wasn't like actively trying to save someone from an overdose this could be hot i could maybe get into this <laughs> What him just dripping wet in a shower? Yeah. 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 We've had more showers this episode than I feel like we have like the last two seasons. There's so many shower abs yes. in this episode. Yes. We I haven't had this good of shower content since the feel the water is hot and so is Felix. Yeah. Well, you know, I think it's because they thought that they peaked at that. Re- I mean, I think they did, honestly. Yeah. This is close, but <laughs> they, I still yeah, think the water fair, is hot and so is, is Felix. Sh- this is uh shower-related trauma. So yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's very true. They still should have stopped with the water is hot and so is Felix. <laughs> it's the true. twist at the end of season five that Felix comes back and he's Peyton's second artist that he's that she signs <laughs> to the label. Oh dear Absolutely God. Hot. Oh dear God. <laughs> oh dear God. <laughs> Moving on swiftly. Oh dear God. All right. So we cut to commercial, and when they come back, we see Rachel is alive in bed. And Owen tells Brooke that because uh, Brooke asks, she's like, is she going to be OK? And he's like, is she going to die? No, not right now. But is she OK? No, she's not. And he asks how she knows her. And Brooke explains that she's a friend from from home and she hired her as a model when she first got here to New York. And we find out through Brooke that this is the person that Brooke fired in the very first episode of this season. Which we knew, right? Or did I just know because I'm good at TV guesses? Well, you guessed. You guessed. said maybe. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So then after that, Owen tells her um, he's baggied up all of her heroin and says, get rid of this. And he's like, don't put it in the trash. She's like, why? Because that'll be the first place she looks. Okay, cool. Great. Then we cut to Quentin and we find out from the doctor man that, um, yeah, Quentin broke his flipping hand and he needs a cast for four to six weeks. And Quentin's like, I can't do that. I got a season. I, I This is my last season. I, I can't. I, I got to play. I need scholarships. I need to go to college. Yeah. That's like all of the basketball times. Come uh-huh. on, Doc. Yeah. 
<sighs> then uh, we go back to Haley, who picks up Jamie from school. And Jamie tells her that he saw Carrie today at school. And he says that she said that Haley sent her away because she doesn't like her. And Jamie is very pouty and sad. And Haley is very visibly upset at this one. Yeah. If I yeah. were Haley, I well, I probably wouldn't have left my child in the car because that's just asking the crazy nanny to come and kidnap my son. But I would have stormed into that school and lost my fucking shit. Mm-hmm. Like. Well, I would have I would have come in with the child and went like, all right, Jamie, go sit down. All right. Now, here she goes off all of the uh, lists to take the child. She's no longer allowed anywhere near him. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Then Peyton is talking to Mia about what they're going to do to promote her record. And Peyton's given all these ideas. You know, we're going to go on a college tour and guerrilla tactics and flyers and all this kind of stuff. And then Peyton breaks down and she basically tells her, yeah, John can give you so much more than I can. I'm offering you a sandwich and he's offering you a five course meal in first class. And this whole scene made me laugh really hard because one of one of the things that we talk about a lot in my job and my line of work is the idea of street teams and (laughs) the fact that. Street teams worked great in the time of this show, but they're not really effective anymore. And there are many people in the music industry who are very out of touch and (laughs) will still ask venue and agency marketers to get a street team together. And so whenever a show isn't doing well, the first joke we always make is, have you put together a street team? (laughs) And so this whole thing was cracking me up because <laughs> literally all I could think what? about was all the times that I've said to somebody, what about a street team? <laughs> right. Have you, have you tried a street team? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's like the IT version of, have you tried plugging it, unplugging it and plugging it back in? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yep. Literally, literally the marketing version of that. Then, um, but Mia tells her, you know, after she's Peyton's like, nope, John can give you all of this more than I can. But Mia tells her that she's the only one who got her here. So she's going to stay with Peyton. Yay, loyalty. We love Mia. Mia's a yep. Hufflepuff. Absolutely. Yep. yep. Then um, Haley is home with Jamie and Carrie just barges her skanky ass right in and lets herself in to go get her things. And Haley's like, no, 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 bitch. They're, they're in the garage. The boxes are marked whore. <laughs> they are actively on fire. Yes. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my house. Yes. And before Haley kicks her out again, Carrie, um, or no, she asks Carrie if she went to go see Jamie and Carrie says, Jamie sees her as family. She just wanted to say goodbye to him. And she never meant for any of this to happen, you know, for Nathan to fall in love with her. And then Carrie tells Haley about when, she, when they kissed or when she skinny dipped and he liked watching her and all this Awful crap. And then Haley kicks her out. But not before Jamie sees her do it and literally just says, I hate you and runs off. The one thing this show is really good at is giving you a villain you already hate and then cranking the crazy dial up till till 11. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like, we already hated Nanny Carrie. And... 
And then this episode, something fucking snapped. She should be on Lifetime or something. Like, truly, something, like, snapped within her. And this whole fucking situation got so fucked. I hate it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think, because yeah. it's just like, you're, you, it's like, you almost have to question her mental health. And right. because... Oh, because, I mean, the, the crazy was, like, at a, I don't know, a relative, like, on a four initially. Now we're, like, at an eight or a nine. Yeah, she's, right. like, truly, like, and this is, I mean, I will say, disclaimer, this is not to say that all bipolar people do, like, shit like this when they're manic. Mm-hmm. But, like, this is, this is some, like, I'm off my meds manic kind of behavior. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like it's wild that it happened so quickly because you, you almost have to sit there and go, when did this change for her? Mm -hmm. And I can't figure it out. No, when it was when Nathan kicked her out of the shower because she thought she could get away with that. And then when she realized she didn't, she's like, well, fine, I'm just going to burn everything to the ground. Then it's fine. See, I think it was before that because something spurred her into getting in the shower like, right. she didn't just get in the shower and hope for the best. Well, I she think it's because... She genuinely thought that getting in the shower was going to work out for her. Uh-huh. No, because, well, seriously, she's already kissed him. She's already been naked in front of him. She's already, you know, and he's done nothing. So that was the next logical step in her brain. Wild. This I is hope, true. I like, hope she gets some therapy. Yes. Nathan protecting her from Haley. Like... Yeah. That probably if he, if he knew then what he knew now, he would not have done that. I mean, yeah, if yeah, no, Nathan not telling Haley was was part of the escalation. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I think that's, you know, the him keeping it a secret from her and just generally like maybe protecting her at like trick. I don't know. But man. I hope she gets therapy. Yeah, truly. Please, girl. Do it for you. (laughs) She also was, like, dressed a little bit like Haley at the end there when she went to see Jamie at school. Yeah, I don't, like, fully Haley James Scott cosplay to go uh, brainwash the child. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Then we move on to Rachel, who wakes up not so happy to see Brooke. And Brooke asks her what happened. And Rachel's like, we were supposed to be friends and you fired me and I had no one else in the city. Thanks a lot, bestie. Then Owen gets a knock at the apartment door and we see that it is Rachel's dealer. And he tells Brooke to get in the bedroom and lock the door and don't come out till he says so. And he lets the man in as he acts all strung out on drugs. But then he literally kicks the crap out of the guy, chokes him out and breaks a mirror and threatens the guy to give him the drugs and never come back here ever again. And oddly enough, that works, and the guy runs off. Yeah, He's I think scary. if I were threatened by that man, I would also run away. Yeah, Joe Manganiello is a very large, intimidating man. I yeah. heard a rumor he's a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is later on. <laughs> I... I, I know this is a very, very serious scene and the things that follow in this particular arc of the episode with these two are very serious, mm-hmm. but 
I could not help but laugh when the drugs hit the they floor. They look like fucking tricks candy. I like thought skittles. it was runts. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's what I was saying. They, they look, look like, like runts. And they I was like, like that is candy. Yeah. <laughs> like, is this supposed to be symbolism? Right? Drugs are not candy. No. FYI. No. But drugs are bad, kids. Drugs drug- are bad. Specifically, heroin, which is yes. what Rachel almost OD'd on, yes. is very bad for you and is not shaped like runts. Well, right. <laughs> it begs the question, how does the heroin go from runt-shaped to in a needle being injected? <laughs> like, uh, uh, You put it on a metal spoon and you do the thing and you melt it. <laughs> Can you tell, ladies and gentlemen, this this is is not a heroin addict? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear God. Moving on swiftly from this. Yes. (laughs) Then Lucas and Nathan are going to Dan's parole hearing. Another fun thing happening this episode. And um, before it, on their way down, they kind of say how Nathan wishes that he that he would have gotten more help from Dan with all of his problems and everything else. And that Dan would have been there. And Lucas says, well, he's been pretending that his father didn't exist for the last few years. So, you know, hopefully they can just keep doing that and he doesn't ever have to get out of jail. And as they get to the hearing and they sit down, we see Dan come in and he acknowledges both his sons, but they don't acknowledge him. Once again, I must ask who in this prison is letting him perfectly sculpt his villain goatee. Please explain that to me how he has a razor sharp enough to do that. <laughs> it's the, the backwater dealings that you yeah, make in jail, mm-hmm, obviously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I also have never been to jail, but I've watched Orange is the New Black. So <laughs> There we go. Yes. Then we go back to Peyton, who is visited by John again. And Peyton admits to him that he was right. Um, that, you know, Mia needs to be with him to be able to you know, get a record distributed and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Just as then Mia walks in and Mia is immediately shocked to see Peyton selling her out to John and she storms off mad. Yep. Yep. As she should. Yep. Absolutely. Then we go back to Danny boy who begins his argument for his freedom. And he explains. (laughs) Sorry. I threw up in my mouth a little bit. There we go. And he explains he will forever be guilty for the murder of Keith and he deserves to be in prison, but he asks to be released so that he can mend all the harm his actions have caused to the people he loves. Then Lucas stands up and speaks and tells the committee how convincing Dan can be and how he took Keith away from him and how he could never influence his sons as neither of them have ever even been to see him in prison. Not once. But just then as he sits down, the guy on the parole board says, well, no, Nathan, you went and saw Dan recently, didn't you? Yikes. And Lucas is pissed. <laughs> he angry. Yeah. He's very angry. He's very angry. Season yes. five, the season Nathan forgot how to use his words. <laughs> like... Seriously. So on the way home from the parole hearing, Lucas is yelling at Nathan. It's like, you, you, you might be the reason he gets out because they might think that we still want to be in his life. Nathan, what the hell? And Lucas, um, Basically says, yeah, and I would be worried about Jamie here, Nathan, because, you know, if Dan gets out, he's going to want to see Jamie and he will get to him. You got to protect that sweet, precious angel 
as long as possible. Especially he's already, since he's already being gaslit by his former nanny. Exactly. <laughs> we don't need crazy Grandpa Dan after him as well. Yeah. We've done a lot of head shaking this episode, like the three of us collectively. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. And I keep forgetting that this is not a visual. Yeah. Uh-huh. So anytime you hear nothing, there's a little bit of a silence. It's us just literally shaking, shaking our heads, heads and going, what the fuck on the inside? Yep. Like that's all that's happening in that yep. dead space. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yep. Then we go back to New York for the fun adventures in the Big Apple. And Brooke asks Owen how he knew what to do with Rachel and how to handle the dealer and everything. And Owen admits that he is an addict, but he's been sober for the last eight years due to a good friend helping him through it. If it wasn't for him, Owen would probably be dead. And he then asks Brooke why she cut Rachel off as a friend. And Brooke tells him that you don't know my mother, which is really just her new catchphrase this season. You don't know my mother. And she basically explains that whatever Victoria wants, Victoria gets. And it's much easier just to go along with it than fight it, which is why she fired Rachel. And Owen just says, well, where would you be if you didn't have your friends when you needed them? And he says, Rachel needs to go to rehab. And there's a really good one here in the city. And Rachel or Brooke says that she'll take her. And Owen says, all right, you're going to do that. I'm going to go. And he tells her not to give up on Rachel. As they hug goodbye, she says, some first date, huh? And he says, is this what this was? <laughs> Great. And he says that her life is very impressive here, but it's not really what interests him. And before he leaves, he asks again, what's underneath all the clothes, Brooke Davis? She and Joe Manganiello to... leaves again. She showed him. I'm trying to figure out how old Owen is. He's a he's got to be a couple because years old. I was like, I assumed he was at least two to three years older than the squad, but that still puts mm-hmm. him at twenty five. Yeah, and I would put him at twenty seven or twenty eight. Yeah, but it's like but then he it's like okay, so he started so he's twenty seven or twenty eight. Then then being sober for eight years almost makes sense. Yeah, uh-huh. but at the same time, it's like, uh huh. I'm also, I would almost even think that he was probably a teenage addict. Yeah, that's kind of what, what, what I'm going to go with. Yeah, I'm going to go with more that. Like, he was really bad at, like, 16, 17 years old. So that'd put him, like, you know, 24, 25-ish, which is what I think tracks best. But Yeah, what I, do I, I agree with that. I think mm-hmm. I think that makes most sense. Mm-hmm. I've seen that one movie with Nick Robinson that also is the movie that taught me how heroin addicts do the heroin. So... <laughs> Anyway, moving on again before <laughs> Caitlin talks about heroin some more. Dear God. You know what I mean, girls? When she's like, say crack one more time. <laughs> All right, Karen. She just uh, came up to me and just started talking about crack. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> All right, moving on. Okay, quickly. Um, yes. Then we see Nathan come into the gym to find Quentin there. And Quentin immediately hides his cast from Nathan and asks him how his how how his last high school season felt. And Nathan admits it felt great, but he wishes he could go back and appreciate it more. It went by so fast. And Quentin says he wants it so bad. Is that wrong to say? And Nathan says no, and he's going to have it. But when he does, he needs to enjoy it because it can be gone in the blink of an eye. And Quentin leaves very sad because obviously Quentin's season is pretty much over now. He got no arm. <laughs> well, he got an arm, but it's in a cast. I don't know it's how you can cast too for hmm? 
uh, a hairline fracture. I don't know anything about. I'm not. I'm not a rocket scientist. I was about to say we're, we're not drug well, addicts. We're not rocket scientists. Broken we're bones, not doctors. So. We're just three people who like one trio. Well, two people who like one trio. I have a one theater who degree and a podcast. Like I don't know shit <laughs> about shit. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Oh God. Okay. Then we go back to Brooke and Rachel and Brooke tells Rachel, she has to go to rehab. Rachel doesn't want to be alone again and says, she'll just stop using. It's fine. It's fine. And Brooke says, no, 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 you have to go. And Rachel tells her she's her only friend left in this world and asks to stay with her because if she's alone again, she might not make it. This is an excellent drug guilt trip from Rachel. Mm-hmm. Cause it works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then. Yeah. Then Nathan apologizes to Lucas about going to see Dan. And he says he would never let anything happen to Jamie. And Lucas says, all right, well, then you need to go home and work things out with your wife. Because he says, because Haley is Lindsay's matron of honor and my best man and the matron of honor need to get along. So Nathan is going to be Lucas's best man. If that was ever in any doubt. Right. (laughs) Well, you know, there may have been some doubt considering that they're getting married a week from now. Well, you know, (laughs) seven to ten business days, married or less. Married or less. Hopefully less. (laughs) Some shit's got to happen here. I am not here for this wedding. Buckle up, kids. Yes. But anyway, Nathan is very honored and very excited about it. Um, So he's like, "Okay, fine, I'll go fix things with my wife. All right, let's go. Then Haley goes to tuck Jamie into bed and he asks where Nathan is. And Haley just says, you know, he's not here. We're, you know, we're dealing with some adult things. And Jamie asks if Nathan's going to be sad again, like before. And Haley says, no, I don't think he's going to be sad. But then Jamie says, well, what if Nanny Carrie came back? Because we were all a lot happier when Nanny Carrie was here. Daddy was happier. Oof. Yikes. And Haley says, no, she had to leave. And Jamie tells her that he wishes Carrie was his mama, not her. Uh huh. <sighs> Truly, her not nightmare. Cool, Jim Jam. Come to life. Not cool. Uh huh. Yeah. Then Mia comes to see Peyton, and Peyton informs her that she is staying at Red Bedroom Records and that John's label will be distributing her record worldwide. And she gets to have all her publishing rights and a bunch of other stuff. And they get to stay together as a team because we find out it was all just a big elaborate ruse to get what they wanted out of John because Peyton's a genius and me is a good actress. And they got what they wanted. They got their small label with large distribution. Congratulations. The assistant, the assistant finally learned the industry. Exactly. Oh, God. Yeah. But then Peyton tells her, all right, yes, you can celebrate later because you have to go home and pack because you are opening for Ryan Adams in Houston, Texas tomorrow night, which Mia is very excited about. Yes. Not how that works. No, not at all. But, but it's all right. Okay. But it's all right. I remember, Brody, do you remember when we all watched this episode for the first time? And uh-huh. like, were you like I was where like you fully believed Peyton and Mia's argument? Oh yeah, I, because, I was like, oh my god, they're good. they're mad at each other. They they hate each other now. What's I was going like, on? Oh, shit! Like, yeah. is this like have we seen the last of Mia? Like, I they had me in the first half, mm-hmm. the first time I watched this, and I was yeah. like, wait, what? 
when it finally came back around. <laughs> yeah, I fully thought Peyton was like spiraling into a like imposter syndrome moment and was like trying to white fang Mia. And uh-huh. uh, yeah, so it got me. I'll say yeah. that. Turns out it was just an elaborate ruse because Peyton's a genius and Mia's a good actor. Yeah, but also. Wow. Red Bedroom Records getting acquired by a major label is means a big that deal. Peyton just got paid. Uh-huh. Like, yep. like Brooks, like Brooks gonna get that money back. Like that's oh, yeah. that's how it was. Yeah. Brooke is recouping her investment real quick here. Yeah. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. How long have they back been back in Tree Hill? Like, not um, long. Not a long. Month? Couple months. Yeah. Yeah. So then uh, we get to our kind of montage of the uh, episode, which we start with Quentin, who is um, frantically cutting off his cast because that's healthy. I'm not going to lie. I thought (laughs) I was taking a note and I looked up and I just saw someone's arm extended. I thought it was Owen doing heroin in a bathroom. I really did. Oh boy. I'm no, glad no. it wasn't. Me yeah. too. But no. I'm like, I just like glanced up and went, what is he? Oh, oh, it's just, it's Quentin. Okay. All right. <laughs> yes. Then we see Brooke taking Rachel home with her back to Tree Hill. Just like rehab. Only healthy things happen in Tree Hill. Exactly. Totally. Yep. <laughs> then Nathan comes home to see Haley. He apologizes and tells her, It's all his fault. He knows he should have said something to Carrie from the start, but he didn't. And then Haley asks about the kiss and Jamie interrupts before Nathan sends him out to go play some basketball while they talk. And while Jamie is playing basketball, Nathan admits that Carrie did kiss him and they start arguing. And while they're arguing, Jamie is playing basketball And his ball falls in the pool. Jamie goes to reach for his ball in the pool and falls in. As Nathan and Haley argue, they look out and they see Jamie is drowning in the pool. So they rush outside, get him out of the water. He's he coughs up water and he's all good. Um, And Haley cries in relief. Nathan comes to hug them both. And Haley tells him to stay away from them and that she wants a divorce. And the episode ends. I hate it. <laughs> yeah. This is a fun episode, isn't it? In this TV show. Uh-huh. Not even the four-year-old. Yeah. Mia's the only one having a good time this episode. Me and me and she, Yeah, me and Peyton are doing fine. Mm-hmm. Peyton deserves a good episode. I'm just going to throw that out. It's been really fucking rough for her. These last nine episodes. Yeah. So I'll let her have this win. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Everyone else. Oh, my God. But also, can we talk about the fact that once again, if Peyton is happy, nobody else is. That's a fact. (laughs) Because this has happened before. (laughs) Can you talk about also how Haley throws the D word out so often anymore? She's like, I want a divorce. Yeah, she was ready. She, she was, was so ready. Ready. Yeah, yeah. Which just is just her distraught, sad. like her distraught, relieved cries at Jamie being okay, but then also like, no, get away from us! I want to divorce. This marriage is over. Yeah, yeah. Oof. locked and loaded. Uh huh. Yeah, I feel like 
she's almost been waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah. Yeah. Accident. Yeah. For the last 24 hours. Not even the last 24 hours, but just in, but just in general. Cause I mean, obviously we started the season with them on the rocks Mm -hmm. and her being like, if you don't get it together, you will have nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he got it together. And I don't know if she ever fully believed that he did. Yeah. That he did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and of course, couple in the fact that she caught Peyton kissing Lucas, mm-hmm. she was already like, at least you're not cheating on me with another girl. And then this happens. Uh-huh. Well, she said it herself that uh, she thought they had turned a page. She th- uh-huh. thought they had really like gotten yeah. a fresh start. And then, you know, the whole Carrie thing, regardless of how like incorrect she understands the situation. Mm-hmm. Like Nathan did nothing to help himself. No, yeah. not at all. And, no, trust me, I'm not defending Nathan in the slightest. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just uh, yeah. No, it's just it's yeah. I, I hate it. It's so messy. Um, Jamie Scott deserves better. He does. Um, mm-hmm. he does indeed. Than messy parents. Mm-hmm. And a crazy nanny. And a crazy nanny. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I would say he should go live with his uncle Lucas, but he's about to get messy too. And I'm just like, <laughs> and Brooke, it is no way she's got to no, know. Uh, okay. She's just like a drug addict. She just right brought a heroin now. addict home. Fine. <laughs> he's living with skills and mouth and junk and Fergie. It'll be fine. He's the smartest one of them. They'll be fine. He needs to go abroad with, with aunt Karen and, yeah. uh, and cousin Lily and, uh, call it good. Yeah. Aunt yeah. Lily, aunt Lily. Aunt Lily. It's Aunt I think Lily. Somehow she's both. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> no, she's Aunt. Uncle, yeah. Yeah, she's Aunt. Yeah, Aunt Lily. Yeah. Okay, no, you're right. I think, yeah. She's like second cousin Lily and Aunt Lily all at the same time. Yeah. In some weird way. Yeah, correct. Right, because she's also Jamie's great uncle's. Uh, kid, daughter. yeah, daughter, yeah, and his. Well, I guess she's not really his aunt sister. though, because because she's not related to Nathan at all. She's related to Nathan through Lucas, right? Period. So half aunt. But no, she's. <laughs> this family tree is fucked up. <laughs> yeah. This family tree doesn't have enough branches on it. Let's just say yeah. that facts. <laughs> Dear God. Uh, those Scott brothers need to chill. <laughs> Someone's got to leave Tree Hill. With the same woman? Yeah, seriously. Someone's got to leave Tree Hill, please. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. There are two daddies, two mommies, and way too many kids out of those same two daddies and two mommies. And none of them are in town at the same time. Nope. <laughs> Not a one. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Anything else we want to add about this episode besides the lack of forks in the Scott family tree? <laughs> No, no, it needs to be over. I hated this so much. I hated all of it. <laughs> I mean, I'll say this. Um, I loved um, Owen and Brooke in this episode. Like their chemistry yeah. and their acting together was really, really good. Yes. Did I like the context of it? Hell no. I was about to I, say I loved seeing Owen shirtless. Uh, every other part of this episode did not like. Yes. It was nice to learn more about him, too. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I think it's now we've come to realize, like, Owen's not going anywhere for a while. Right. Yeah. 
Like they're they're giving too much backstory for him for him to just be gone again. But who knows? This, you know what? This Who's show has never made a lick of goddamn sense. So right. who really knows? <laughs> All right. Anyway, all right. That's going to do it for us, guys. Then thank you so much for listening. As always, do not forget to like, rate, and subscribe to the podcast. It really does help us out in the long run. Rate us five stars because that boosts up our stuff in the algorithm so people can see us and discover us, which is always great. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, hit us up on social media. We are everywhere you can find social media at on Wednesday's pod. We live most often in Instagram land, so hit us up on the DMs in there. And yeah, we will see you guys next week for another fun-filled episode, I'm sure, of on Wednesdays we watch One Tree Hill. The last two have been really fun, so here's hoping the next one's going to be just as fun. Yeah, yes. we got it's we a, got a express shipped wedding coming up. I'm just going to say this: it's probably going to be another fucking delight. Great. Okay, we'll see you then. Bye. 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 Bye.